Hey, Jay Calloway here, pastor of The Gate, and I want to welcome you to the Crowd Decor Weekly Podcast, where you can learn to walk in faith, favor, and a future that is out of this world. Our prayer for you today is that you will be convicted, challenged, and changed in Jesus' name as you continue in this adventure from the crowd of the world into the core of the kingdom of Jesus Christ. Hope you enjoy the message. And this year, in 2022, our word is produce. And I'm excited about that. And I want to share a message with you that I believe is just going to be kind of almost an overview of what I believe the entire year is going to be for you. Now, don't worry. I'm not preaching the whole year. Uh, I'm preaching. We're going to keep it within a, 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 uh, a way that you can actually consume what I'm getting ready to say. But I really believe that God has put a producing mindset in us, a way of being productive. And I'm excited about that. You know, I just mentioned a moment ago about maybe you set a New Year's resolution. Now, I know a lot of people tell me they don't do New Year's resolutions anymore. Or they, don't, they don't set those. They set goals or they, you know, maybe they just kind of let it come as it may. But I believe that no matter what, whether it's a resolution you call or anything else, the New Year is only new if we allow it to be. You see, just changing the date is not anything. Just changing the last numeral of the year does not do anything because when you woke up today, you're still the same person you were the day before. But the only difference is, is if we allow the new maker, his name is the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ, he is the one that makes all things new. And if we allow him to do it, then we begin to put it in our lives. But it just doesn't simply happen. In fact, did you know that January the 27th, I mean, excuse me, January the 17th is considered National Resolution Breaking Day. The average, uh, the average resolution is broken by January 27th, or that's the day that most people will break the resolution. And by, 20, by January or February the 1st, over 68% of all resolutions made for this year will be broken. That means that every seven in 10 people will have already broken their promise, broken their uh, commitment or their challenge by January 1st, seven in 10. That means only three in 10 people will continue on. And by the time that the, this summer will hit, that has already been, it's been obliterated eight, over 80% of all resolutions by the summertime, by June, will already be broken. In other words, we make resolutions or we make promises with the idea behind us that we're going to fail or that we are going to go in. You know, I heard somebody the other day as he was talking about it, and this is something that came up as prenuptial agreements, meaning if the, if the marriage fails, we're this is how we're going to, re we're going to do it. In, in, in other words, there is already a mindset going into covenants and contracts and promises and everything else is made. It's already going to fail or we're going to protect ourselves from failure. You see, I believe that in this day and age, God has called us to be productive. He's called us to set in place something that he has begun in us and he's faithful to bring it out. And as we are doing this, and as we are jumping in right into this brand new year, why don't we decide today that we're going to be a people of productivity? We're going to be a people to produce 
something that is of value across the, for all of our family, across the region, wherever you're at, wherever you're watching, whether you're in our region, here in the Northwest Indiana, Chicagoland area, you're in the South, you're in the North, you're in the um, East or the West, maybe you are across the, the, the world in, in a different part of the land. I wanna challenge you, and we're gonna do that together. In fact, we've got all kinds of resources and tools to do that. In just a few days, we're going to open up and we're going to do our, uh, our uh, 21 day fast on January the 10th. That same day, we're going to be launching a brand new thing that I call the Resolution Revolution. In other words, we're going to have a revolution on broken resolutions. We're going to have a revolution on broken promises. In fact, we're going to teach you how to keep your resolution, how to keep the goals and be able to goal set and, and have a calendar to set up and all that. It's going to be all right there and you'll have information. If you're interested in that, you can even type in there revolution resolution or, or put in there all of those different things. You can put in there fasting and we will. you can download a fasting guide. You can put in there fast. Or you can, you can even uh, text the word resolution, revolution to the number you see on the screen. And what we believe is God is going to get, guide us as we decide and choose to let the new maker, to let the one that brought revolution to our life take over and do these things. And we want to walk with you in that. Well, as we were talking about, this whole year is called Produce. In fact, I'm standing right in front of our Word of the Year wall that every year we take the words that we have. And, and you can see these are past year's words that I'm standing in front of. And yet, we're going to fill this wall full of the words that you bring us and you put in there. So I, we've asked you over the last several weeks now to pray and ask God what, what word you have. I was talking with someone and they, they were telling me that their word is obedience. Another one was telling me their word is rebuild. Another one is repair. Someone that says achieve or accomplishment, whatever it is. And you can go to our um, thegateonline.net slash giving and it will have a place at the very bottom of that that you can be able to type in the word, uh, type in your email address and we will send you a free uh, digital graphic of your word. My wife typed in her word and got it back and it was such a cool little graphic that she's already beginning to use as a screensaver. There's something that will remind her and we want to be able to do that for you as well. So you can just type in that. If you, you know, type in word of the year says I want, I want my word. If you're on our, wherever you're at, watching on YouTube or Facebook Live, you're there. We want to be able to give that to you. But this year, I want us to really be, a, be a, a one that is a mindset of producing, a productivity mindset and not a consuming mindset, a producer mindset and not a consumer mindset. You see, there is a passage of scripture in Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter in verse 18. Uh, how many, by the way, how many of your Bibles say yes? If you don't say, oops, you can just type that right there in the chat. You know, say, yes, I've got my Bible. Get it out and turn with me, if you would, to a very familiar passage that we were camping on just a few months ago, and it's Deuteronomy, the eighth chapter, verse 18. Deuteronomy chapter eight and verse 18. And that passage of scripture says this, but remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you the ability to produce. 
Now it goes on to say produce wealth so and so confirms his covenant. We spent a lot of time on this passage of scripture in, in November talking about the uh, uh, that it's our responsibility and everything else, but I kind of saved the idea of being a producer for this season. It was back in those is back in that day in, in November where I really felt God was speaking to me about what our theme was going to be this year. And it's it's that we want to be productive. We're going to produce. That God is going to put within us that, that spirit of creativity, that spirit of, of being fruitful. You see, there are three things that God has said for us as, as mankind, every one of us. You sitting there maybe by yourself, you in a hub, wherever you're at. You might be listening to this on a podcast. Whoever you are, wherever you're listening, can I tell you that you have been given the same three things that every man and woman has been given. It was three basic areas. It was to be fruitful, to multiply, and to tend your garden. In other words, is God has called us to produce fruit. In fact, that word produce means that. It is the idea that we're going to produce. In fact, when I came out with this word, a lot of people, they just went, they were thinking produce. Like we're going down to the local grocery store, the local farmer's market, and we're going to pick up a bunch of corn or um, squash, maybe some apples and, and some papayas or whatever that might be, some oranges, bananas, because that's produce, that's the fruit. And yes, produce, produce means that. But it also means something else. It also means that, that out of us is going to be creativity. There's going to not only be fruit that's going to come out of us, but also creativity. Did you know that whenever you say, as a child of God, whenever you say, um, I'm, not I'm not a creative person, you are limiting what God has for you? Because he has said he's stamped his image on you. Every single one of you are creative. And as a child of God, every time we say that, we say, we literally come out and, and every time we proclaim that today I am a child of God, what happens is that God is putting his image on us. He's putting his father's spirit in us. He's putting his creative juices in us, if you would. So I want you to say it like you mean it and believe it today. And let's start out this brand new year uh, with an incredible, incredible anthem of, of uh, our, our believer's proclamation. Now let's say it today. Today, I am a child of God. I have faith to move mountains, favor from the King of Kings, and a future that is out of this world. My foundation is the word of God. My walk is sure. My talk is confident. My attitude is like Christ. Today I will hear the word of God. Today I will do the will of God. Today I will be convicted, challenged, and changed in Jesus' name. Amen. Do you believe it? Praise God. I believe it for you too. Well, listen, I want to just talk to you for a moment about this idea as, we've as we were just mentioning about this, uh, what being a producer or productive is. And as I said, it's bearing fruit. And it's also that creativity. But there's something else that it is too, is that it gathers. It gathers this idea. You know, see, being somebody productive, if you're truly productive, there's going to be a moment in time where God is going to give something to you that is so outside of your box, outside of your ability. I have often said this, is that if you have a vision or a dream that you can handle, it's not from God. Because God wants to be involved in your life. 
He wants to be involved in who in in getting uh, getting you to move down the road. In fact, he wants to be involved so greatly that when you when what comes out of you is so amazing, you can't take credit for it because God wants the credit. In other words, he wants to he wants to put within you a dream or a vision. And when you decide to be productive, when you decide to be a producer, you see that word produce is not simply just to produce something uh, like fruit, like a tree that plants and it grows and has produce. And it's not some it's not only just the idea of being creative with a thought or an idea, but it also is to be like a producer of a movie. You see, the producer of a movie, if he wants his movie to be really good, he wants that movie to be amazing, then that movie, he wants the best actors, he wants the best sound technicians, the best lighting. You know, a lot of times when we put together our service like we are today, I want to be able to get the best people that have a passion and a desire. You see, my passion is to share with you what the ideas God's given me. To be My passion is to, to communicate that. Now, quite frankly, there's times where I'm having to sit behind the camera and, and, and put together things and, and type things, but I'm, I'm, that, I'm not that good at it. In fact, there's days where maybe I'm, I, I'm doing it and yet I should have called or planned ahead. You see, producers will be organized. They'll, be, they'll plan ahead and they'll go in and they'll say, hey, can you help me with this? And can you help me with that? Because your strengths are administration or your strengths are hospitality or your strength is, is being able to clearly teach things. I was talking to one of our leaders just the other day and I said, have you ever thought about taking the the things that God is showing you and putting them in a online course or putting them in a, in a, in a, a curriculum? And right now for this year, one of our goals is to develop curriculum around the things that God wants us to deal with and wants us to, wants us to learn. And our teachers are coming together and they're putting the material together. And then our tech, our tech people are coming together and saying, okay, we need to put the lighting in here. And our lighting people are coming together and our audio people are coming and our visual people are coming and we're putting it all together. You see, the reason is, is because the word that God has for each one of us is so big to be able to put it out in a right way. We need everybody together to, ha- to operate with it, to do it together. But if we're not careful, we will try to do everything on our own. And then the final, the final thing that, that producing is, is accomplishment. And if we don't put those, those three areas together to begin with, the, the fruit that was going out, that, that idea of being fruitful and multiplying and being able to add value. You see, being fruitful simply means to add value, that it's good fruit, not rotten fruit. It's good fruit, not bad fruit, but it's being fruitful, meaning that when you walk into a room, when you leave, could you imagine that every room you walk into, every relationship that you start, or every relationship that you continue during 2022, that that will be more valuable at the end of 2022 than it was when we walked in. That every relationship you start, every room you walk in, the minute you walk out, people are asking you to get back, to come back to the room the next day simply because there was value. I remember a story that Jesus was speaking uh, about, or that, that was told of Jesus, that he had spent some time in this city for a while, a few days. And it was early in the morning. 
and the next morning and they knock on the door and they, they call out, Jesus, come back. Come on, come down to us because people are ready. You've been, we've been seeing salvations and we've been seeing healings and we've been seeing deliverance and we've been seeing all of these things. And he said, he immediately, he refused. He says, no, 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 I can't go there. My goal, my job, my, under, my, my calling is to go to where they need, I am needed. You've received, you've received what I have for you. Now I have to go to somewhere else. What I thought was interesting about that is that they wanted Jesus back in the room. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I've lived my life in a way that, that when I've left the room, people are glad I've left the room. I've been a little moody or I've been a little condescending, maybe a little intimidating. I've, I've walked into a place where, you know, there's times where Vicky's looked at me, my wife, she looked at me and goes, how's your prayer life going? Because I'm not really seeing it too well, if you know what I mean. But with Jesus, when he walked out of that place and he walked out of that, they were begging him to come back simply because he was living in such a way as to add value, to be fruitful. He was living in such a way he's bringing creative power and creative ideas and thoughts. He was bringing people with strengths around. And you see, the only way that you can go on to doing the next thing that God has for you is if you have gathered a team around you and a team together. But too often, we don't see the accomplishment that God wants in our lives simply because we are afraid. We are afraid of what's going to happen. And can I tell you that the very thought that I shared before is a consumer mindset versus a producer mindset is the simple difference between freedom versus fear. A consumer mindset simply that says this is I am, I am, uh, I'm gripped with fear. I'm afraid I'm not going to get any more or we hold everything in. We're a producer mindset. Someone being productive, someone having that produce in them being fruitful is, is, has a freedom mindset saying, you know what? What I have, I give to you because I know if I give, then I'm going to receive back because the Bible says there that when you are, when you are a giver, when you are one that has, has a, a producer mindset, a fruitful mindset, you're going to give out. And the Bible says that he who gives, he will receive back, pressed down, shaken together and running over. In other words, if you've ever been a baker or if you ever baked anything, you find that there's a certain kind of sugar. It's like brown sugar. And they pack, and we talk about it is they, they want a cup packed down. It's more, it's, it's more than a cup of sugar that's just poured in and just left loose. That they want it packed. In other words, you pour the sugar into the bowl and then you press it down and you pound it down. And then you pour some more in and you keep pressing it down and you, you, you shake it together and you press it down and then you pour more in until you cannot get any more sugar into that cup because it's pressed down, it's shaken together and it's packed down. And what God is saying is that when you are a producer, when you have a productive mindset, what I'm going to do when you give out that fruitfulness, when you give that creative idea out, when you begin to gather people around you with strength because you know that you can't do it all on your own and you're not keeping those ideas, when you give that out, all of a sudden you're going to be empty again and I'm going to take it. I'm going to be like a bucket of brown sugar right all over you. I'm going to pour it on you. I'm going to press it down. I'm going to shake you up. I'm going to press down and I'm going to pour some more. Then I'm going to press it down. I'm going to pour some more. I'm going to press it down. But he's not going to stop when your cup is 
completely filled. It says they're pressed down, shaken together, and running over. He's going to keep piling on the brown sugar. He's going to keep pulling it down as you press it down. And the reason is, is because you're going to wake up the next morning and you're going to pour out that brown sugar all around. You're going to pour out that fruitfulness. You're going to pour out that creativity. You're going to pour out that those strengths around you. You're going to gather some people in. You're going to say, hey, I've noticed something inside of you that I want to be able to capitalize on. Because you see, God is calling each one of us to be productive. But if we're going to be productive in the kingdom of God, we're going to be productive into things greater than we can produce ourselves. This year, in 2022, I believe that the gate is going to be more productive than it's ever been. I believe there's going to be more creativity than it's ever had. I believe those that call the gate their home, that go up and says, you know what, I'm a, I, I operate and I uh, connect. I don't care where you're at. You could be the furthest south that you can possibly be in the country. Or you could be the furthest north of the, in the United States. You can be from border to border and everything in between. You might be in some other country where you're at. And our cultures are different. But can I tell you, the productivity, the productive mindset and the productive spirit of Christ transcends cultures. It transcends time zones. It transcends ethnicity. It transcends wealth or poverty. It transcends it all. And the same productive spirit that's in me is the same productive spirit that's in you as a child of the Most High God. Can I just tell you, when he says, I've given you the power to produce, what he's saying is this, I am no respecter of persons. Jay didn't get a special part because he's got a special position. No, Jay just got one because he said, I'm going to open up my life. And can I tell you, when you open up and say, Lord, make me a productive person. Make me somebody that is a producer and not a consumer. Make me somebody that isn't gripped with scarcity, but make me somebody that is gripped with the wealth of your kingdom, with all the resources that I will just pour out. And that you'll just keep pressing in, shaking together, running over so that I can give more the next day and more the next day and more the next day. You see, if we're going to understand that, then we have to have some mindsets. The Bible said there that, that he has given us the power to strike down every mindset that is, that is set up against him. But at the same time, he has given us a mindset that can, be, that can bring out that productivity. You see, an idea of a, of, a, of a consumer mindset or somebody with scarcity, it's a fear-based mindset. I read in a, a quote the other day that the only reason to lie is if you're afraid. And I thought about that for a moment and I thought how true that is. You see, when we lie, we're afraid of something. When we hide, we're afraid of something. Think about Adam and Eve in the garden as they were hiding because they had eaten the fruit. And when they ate the fruit, they realized they were naked and they covered themselves. But even not, it wasn't even enough to cover themselves with fig leaves. They ended up going and hiding. And when God came down, the Bible says in the cool of the evening, came down just to talk with them and walk, he couldn't find them. It wasn't enough just to cover up their private parts. It wasn't enough just to cover up and realize where they were at and all the sin that they had done. They had to go and hide as well so they wouldn't even be in the presence of God. You see, it's that fear. There's a passage of scripture there that says there that when they did, but by, all of a sudden they begin to realize that there is this idea of hiding. The young tenant farmer that the master came and brought him, gave him one talent. 
There was one that gave five and the other one two and the other one one. And when the master came back about the one, he said there, why did you hide your talent? He goes, I knew you were a hard master and I was afraid. You see, when we begin to hide things or we begin to scarcity, those are some things that we have is that we're looking for short-term satisfaction. I just, just, just give me enough. Just give me enough to get by today. And God goes, no, no, no. I want to I give you, I want to fill you up. I want to press it down. I want to shake it together and I want it to run over. You see, somebody that's afraid, that has a scarcity mindset, is always looking at just taking everything they have and squandering it immediately now. We never have margin in our time. We never have margin in our money. We have never have margin in our relationships. We're always spending more than we, than we make. We're always doing all of these things simply because we're trying to be something that we're not because we're afraid. If somebody saw who we really are, we're afraid if God really saw. Oh, we're like that man that took and hid his talent and buried it and never try to invest it you see that that idea of consuming will only help out like what, what's in it for me how many times have you ever said that or you talk to somebody maybe you've seen somebody and they're talking to you and they sit back and they say they say hey I need a favor well what's in it for me what can I, what do I get out of it or you know hey listen I need a favor well you you owe me one in other words they'll only do something if there's a string attached how, how, what would that be like if Jesus would have come down saying, okay, I'll die for you if you do this, this, and this, and I'll die for you if you do this and this. No, no, no. It's the Bible says there that he came down and he died for everyone no matter what. Even if no one would have accepted his death on the cross, his burial in the grave, his resurrection from the grave, and his, his promise to come back and receive us, even if no one would have ever accepted that, he still would have done it. Because he did it, no strings attached because his father asked him to. You see, many times we look at this and, and, the, and the, the, consumer, or the consumer mindset is that hand out instead of hand raised. It's that, it's that give me the handout. It's the welfare mentality saying somebody else has got to do it. It's the blame game. It's, it's not my fault. It's somebody else's fault. It's all of this fear inside of us. But can I just tell you that as we go forward in this, that there is, a, there is a mindset that is freedom-based and it is a producing mindset that realizes there is no end to the opportunities that God has for you. Someone asked me, Jay, how do you keep going in sometimes? What about the promises or what about the visions that you've had in 20 or 30 years ago? You see, I, I shared things that I believe God is going to do, that God wants to do, uh, that, that he gave us 20 or year, 30 years ago. And somebody sat down with me one time and says, what about that? What about that building? Or what about that idea? What about that? And I said, well, what, what about it? And they said, well, it hasn't happened yet. And I'm like, well, that's not my problem. That's, that's God's problem. You see, the Bible says in the word of God is he is not slow in keeping his promises as some count slowness to be. In other words, there's people that want to come in and just dash down your relationship with God because your marriage hasn't been put back together or your finances aren't put back together or your children are still out there. But can I tell you, you never, a one with a wealth or a, a producing mindset never sees no, they see no end to the opportunities. If one door shuts, there's 17 others that are going to be open. If one way of doing things shuts down, there's going to be 13 other ways that could work. And you just keep going until one of them, all of a sudden, one door cracks open. One way seems to work. One light turns green from red. There's always something there is going to be. The, the one with the wealth mindset looks at it and, and, and the producing mindset says, I'm going to invest into the future. 
I'm going to always learn. I'm going to look to those. I'm going to look for somebody around me that I can teach, that I can bring along with me. I can begin to mentor because I'm not going to be here for forever. And the things that are inside of me are transcendent, not, not past. They don't just die with me. You see, what God is calling is that we put a high value on strong relationships, on teamwork, that we, are, that we are going to look at it and say, I have a future that is out of this world. Can I tell you, you have a future that is out of this world, but it's up to you to grab a hold of it. Everyone. This moment ago when I said that Jesus died for everyone, and yet the reality is, is that there's going to be many that aren't going to take on that, that realm of salvation. It is true that you have a future that is out of this world. We said it just a few moments ago. Today, I have a future that is out of this world. And we do. The question is, is it going to be a future of eternal life or a future of eternal death? It's going to be one that you're going to be able to create such a blessing of future. And today, as we launch out this entire brand new year with fasting, with challenges, with the ways that God has for each one of us and going, may we end 2022 more productive, more achieving, more creative, more fruitful, more strength building than ever before. And I challenge you with that. And today, as we go in just a few moments, I wanna just challenge you today. You say, you know what, Jay? I have been out camping on that fear mountain. I haven't been camping on the freedom mountain. I've been camping on the consumer, the scarcity that I've got to keep it in. I've been, af I've been afraid to open my life up to someone else. I've been afraid to open up my life to Christ. I've been afraid to give and, and to be generous simply because I'm afraid I won't get anything back. But today I want to change that. I want to move from fear mountain to freedom mountain. I want to move from scarcity and, and consuming to wealth. I want to move from, from that scarcity to consumer. I want to go from, from, from that, cons that consumer to producer. And today, that's the decision I want to make. If that's you, just put in there, producer, producer, producer. Just put that in, your, in the chat box. Right down there, say, I'm gonna, I want to produce. I want to have a mindset of producing. And as we go forward today, the way that you do that is just commit your life to Christ. That, create, that, that future that is out of this world, you can grab a hold of it today. So I invite you to pray with me today. And I'm going to ask if everybody would, but especially those that you're sitting there going like, I am gripped with fear. And today we want you to grab a hold of freedom. So pray this with me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for you are the author of my freedom and the author of my faith. I pray today that you would guide me and walk with me. I confess, I declare and I proclaim that you are the Son of God, that God raised you from the dead. And today, I will go forward and walk with you in a mindset of a producer. I will be fruitful, I will multiply, and I will tend my garden. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, listen, if you prayed that prayer, we want you to know that we believe with all of our heart you just became a child of the Most High God. We want to walk with you. Vicki and I, we are so excited about what God is going to do in your life in 2022. And again, we have so much to walk with you in. And we just want to invite you to walk with us as we walk with you, arm in arm. And before we go, I just want to pray a prayer. And I just want to bless you today in this brand new year, a fresh brand new blessing for this brand new year today. So stretch your hand out toward me if you would. And let's just pray, I'll just pray or bless you 
as God blesses you. I bless you now. I bless you in your families, your finances, and your friendship. I bless your families that in this brand new year, your marriages would be lighthouses in, the, in your neighborhoods and all around you. And I bless your children that they would be blessed to the thousandth generation as you raise them in the ways that they should go according to the word of God. I bless you now in your finances that you would have more than enough to pay your bills, to pay them on time, and that you would be generous in every circumstance and that you would be blessed beyond measure as you follow him in biblical stewardship. I bless you now in your friendships that you would be the head and not the tail, the top and not the bottom, that you would be, a, a, you would be an influencer in this world and not be influenced by it. I bless you now. Now go and be a blessing to all around you. Blessings on you guys. Vicki and I, we want you to know we love you. We're so excited about what God has for this year. Now let's go out and let's produce all that God has for us. Have a great day. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the Crowd Decor podcast. We believe this message has inspired you, convicted and challenged and changed you in Jesus' name. And we invite you to partner with us as we reach out and continue to reach out with the message of moving from the crowd of the world into the core of the kingdom of Jesus Christ to all of those around you and around the world. And we ask that you visit thegateonline.net slash giving to be a part of this incredible outreach to reaching those for Jesus Christ. Thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. And may you have a great, great day.